Hi, I'm James Wedmore, host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I've built an eight-figure year company selling digital products around my knowledge and expertise. In fact, this is what I've been doing in multiple niches for the past 15 years. And if you've ever wanted to do the same, or maybe you're trying, but you can't seem to get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, you need an audience if you want to sell your stuff, right? But what if I told you that you don't need a big audience. You don't need millions of followers to get started. In fact, we see that it's with just your first 100 leads where you really start getting some momentum. I mean, think about it. Imagine that you're on the stage of a room filled with just 100 people in that audience right now. That's a lot of people. You don't think that a few of them would walk up to you after your talk and ask, hey, how can I keep working with you? Of course they would. And that's why I created your first 100 leads. It's a 14-video step-by-step training mini course that walks you through exactly how to get your first 100 leads fast. And the feedback and results from this free program have been amazing. Diane Shepard said, this is one of the best trainings I've ever taken. Jake Curry said, We have had 753 people sign up for this free training. Are you kidding me? Dan Netting said, I'm currently going through the first 100 leads training, and James, I gotta say, it's brilliant. This training is A to Z complete, and the best part is it's absolutely free. To register, simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much, and I'll see you there. Welcome back to the Ambitious Bookkeeper podcast. I am coming at you today with a solo episode all about cash flow forecasting basics. So this is inspired by a question from someone in our community wondering how to start providing cash flow forecasting for a client that's requested it. I've gotten this question quite a bit over the years, to be honest, so I'm sure some of you listening might be one of those people who has this question. So I'm going to cover and go over exactly what cash flow forecasting is, why it's important and helpful, and how you can get started without any fancy apps. So if you're ready, keep listening, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, and welcome to the Ambitious Bookkeeper podcast. I'm Serena Shoup. I am a CPA and mom of three, and I'm running a virtual bookkeeping business mostly from my home. You're in the right place if you're a bookkeeper, accountant, or an accounting student, and you know that your purpose is bigger than sitting in a cubicle. If you're ready to learn some actionable tips and strategies to help you start and grow a bookkeeping or accounting business, I hope you stick around. So what is cash flow forecasting? Simply put, cash flow forecasting is figuring out how much cash you will need or end up with at a future date based on a few different factors. Your current actuals, like invoices and payables that you know about, future expectations, like sales and purchases you expect to come down the pipeline, and trends, making estimates based on what has happened in the past. So I'm going to pause right here and ask you, I should have at the beginning, I'm going to say, go ahead and get out a pen and paper so that you can jot these down. I'm going to go over them again. These three things, current actuals, like invoices, payables, and things like that, that you know about. Future expectations, like sales and purchases you expect to come down the pipeline. So this is a really big 
key factor in having an accurate cash flow forecast, and then trends, making estimates based on what has happened in the past. Okay, so we'll get into these later in the how to, but why is cash flow forecasting important? Especially now with things changing by the moment in our economy, business owners need to be able to plan, but there is more that goes into cash flow than what is on your profit and loss statement. So a typical budget may not always suffice. Think things like debt payoff, sales tax payable, and other balance sheet items that don't hit the P&L. It's also important for industries that operate with credit terms when customers get invoices later for services or product. Whether this is something a client has asked you to do, or if it's something that you're looking to add to your service offerings to increase your value, don't worry, I've got you covered. And you don't need a fancy app or a tool, especially if it's a simple business. You just need to know all the moving pieces, which we're covering today. So what are those moving pieces? Let's talk about how to set up a cash flow forecast using Excel or Google Sheets. I like to list out the moving pieces and brainstorm where I'm going to need to pull the information from. If your client is a service organization with accounts receivable, it's pretty simple. But the more complex the business, the more complicated it can get. For example, if they use purchase orders, pay vendors, or product net 30 or net 45, plus they might have some inconsistent sales and fluctuations or have debt payments. It's a little more work. Okay. like It's a lot more work. You just have to understand their business and get the whole picture. It's important to utilize an accounting system first to enter all of the bills due and receivables and reconcile the bank account or match the bank feeds before you can prep the cash flow. So here are the steps. If one thing doesn't apply, go ahead and skip it and move on. But I'm going to assume that you have access to Zero or QBO to be able to run some reports as well as access to the bank. So number one, you want to enter all the invoices. So you're going to look at your accounts receivable, and then you're going to also enter all the bills, your accounts payable with accurate due dates. <laughs> so if the business owner handwrites checks and you get them later, you need to know as soon as they are written and enter them into the accounting system. Number two, you will then match your bank feeds or reconcile the bank account so that you know what your outstanding checks and deposits in transit are. Number three, you will decide on how far out you want to forecast. The further out you're looking, the more things could change. I like to do one week and two weeks out when looking at cash requirements for accounts payable. And if you're forecasting cash based on a budget, you'll probably look out months or even to the next year. For the purpose of this demonstration, though, I'm just going to do a one or two week forecast. Uh, Then number four, you will pull the current bank balance and put it at the top of your spreadsheet. Number five, you will deduct your outstanding checks and add back your outstanding deposits. So this is where you're going to check to see if there are any outstanding checks or valid undeposited funds, meaning there are deposits in transit. And then number six, you are going to add back in. So we've started with our current bank balance at the top of your spreadsheet. You've deducted your outstanding checks. You've added back to that current bank balance, your outstanding deposits, because you're expecting those to come in. And now we're going to add in our AR aging. So you'll look at your receivables that will be due in the next seven days and 14 days. 
And keep in mind, if customers pay on time or late, because that will impact your cash flows, this will also give your client a push to collect those past due accounts if they need more money. Side note, they should be looking at this weekly if cash flow is an issue, which also means the record keeping needs to be done on a weekly basis so that they have an accurate picture. (laughs) Next, you will deduct from this running total the AP aging. So same thing, look at your bills that will be due in the next seven to 14 days. And then you put those in as a negative to reduce your future cash flows. Next, if your client has purchase orders that have not been received or invoiced. So if they use a purchase order system, you want to check to see if there are any purchase orders issued that have not been invoiced by the vendor and that would be due in the next couple of weeks. After that, you're going to add back the pending sales orders. So kind of the same thing. If your client uses a sales order system, this is going to track orders that are coming down the pipeline that aren't invoiced yet. This would be important for a drop shipper or for services that they haven't created invoices yet. And this is usually a conversation with the client or having access to their sales order system. I used to have a client on something called SIN7 and I would look at their open sales orders because this would indicate that these are orders that have not shipped yet, so they haven't been invoiced, so they weren't in QuickBooks, but we knew that at some point in the near future they would be. So that affects the future cash flows if we can expect to invoice those. Next, you will reduce this balance again further by any recurring expenses that you have. So this should be the easiest thing for you to pull. You're going to run the P&L for the last month or two by week on a cash basis so you can see what their average weekly non-bill expenses are like software, subscriptions, bank feeds, payroll, etc., And then if they have any payables on the balance sheet, you want to reduce that balance with those. So there usually aren't too many for simple businesses. So I'm just going to give a couple examples, but this list is not all inclusive. So make sure you look at the balance sheet for your client to see what obligations are specific to them. So one might be sales tax payable. You'll look at your sales tax due to date on the balance sheet and include this if it's going to be due in the next week or two. And then payroll liabilities. If your client is using something like Gusto or a payroll provider that withdraws the the payroll taxes immediately when payroll is run, they shouldn't have any payroll liabilities on the balance sheet. But if they do, you'll look at your payroll tax liabilities due on the balance sheet and include this if they are going to have to pay in the next week or two or however far out you're doing this cash flow forecast. Income tax payable. If they're a sole proprietor, this is not going to be accrued on the balance sheet. So what we like to do is we set up a separate savings account and have the client frequently transfer a percentage of sales over there so we don't have to worry about this on the forecast. But if they don't have this accounted for, uh, even though if an LLC, the LLC is technically not the one paying the income tax for the owner, you might want to still add this into a forecast for them so that they are thinking about this. Uh, Loans and credit card payable. So you'll look to see when loan payments are due or run a cash flow statement for the month by week again to see when they typically pay their debts. And then you'll also, like I said, make sure you're allocating something for savings or owner's 
withdraws distributions if they are not on payroll because that still affects their cash. You don't want to skip that. And then lastly, you're going to sum it all up by week or whatever period that you're doing your cash flow forecast by. And if the total is a negative, then your client needs to start collecting faster, increase prices, cut costs, or make more sales. Likely it's going to be a combination of all the above. So it's kind of difficult to verbally explain the cash flow forecasting process. So I do have this on a blog. You can go to ambitiousbookkeeper.com slash blog slash cash dash flow. <laughs> I'll link that in the show notes as well. And I have a, a visual of the cash flow forecast spreadsheet showing you what's an in and what's an out, so plus and minuses and all that good stuff. Uh, if you use something like Zero, they do have a short term cash flow tool. Uh, QBO has something similar, but I've honestly found that you still have to do so much conversation with the client and digging into the numbers and making sure everything is there. Sometimes it's just easier and quicker to actually put this together in Excel or Google Sheets. So like I said, head over to the blog to see all of this kind of in a visual listed out format. And if you want to dive deeper on cash flow forecasting, budgeting, advising businesses on how to handle these types of things, we are starting another cohort of Elevate, which is where I teach all of this in a hands-on environment. So over the course of four weeks, we meet weekly for two hours. We do a lesson for an hour, and then we do some hands-on back and forth instruction on all of these topics, cash flow forecasting, budgeting, meeting with clients, overviews of their financial statements, analyzing financial statements, using for growth and increasing their profits and things like that. And so if that's something that interests you, please head to ambitiousbookkeeper.com slash elevate to get on the wait list for the next cohort. We begin in October. And like I said, it's four weeks only. We meet for two hours every week. We have a group Voxer, so you have support in between the calls and you get access to the replays for life. And there's lots of resources and downloads and worksheets included in this as well to help support you in this journey of offering these services to clients. So head over to ambitiousbookkeeper.com slash elevate. Like I said, we begin in October. If this is something you want to start offering your clients and you don't have any training on this yet, this is where you should start. So I hope to see you there. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you to everyone who helps make this podcast possible. Content and interviews are produced by me, Serena Shoup. Our intro and outro music is written and performed by my brother, Ian Gilliam. Editing is also by Ian using his awesome sound engineering skills along with Descript software. Hosting and publishing is by Buzzsprout. And you can check out the show notes for links to all of these amazing resources and resources mentioned in the episode. Be ambitious.